Hello and welcome to Holly's Hotspurs, where I, your host, Holly Agambar, will be talking all the latest news and gossip, along with a few heated opinions on the club we all love, Tottenham Hotspur. Now you can watch this unfold live with me and my guests over on YouTube at my channel, Holly Agambar. But for now, let's sit back and discuss what has been happening at Tottenham. Hopefully, we've been living lavish. Today, because we've actually won a game, which is a miracle in the Premier League. And today, I'm joined with two great guests. First of all, I'm joined with Anthony Costa. You might have seen him about singing all things at the moment, but hopefully he'll be singing Tottenham today. So how are you, yes, Anthony sir. Costa? I'm really good, Holly. I'm really good. Nice to be on the show, obviously, with my, my good mate Chris there. Uh, yeah, really good day all round. Um, tonight, today, we launched our um, clubhouse, last word on Spurs, with me co-presenting as well. So that's every match game. Uh, before the game and now before kickoff, we've got team news, formations, etc., etc. And obviously, we do a quick half-time talk as well. So, yeah, get involved if you want to come on. And uh, yeah, let's, let's create a big, big Spurs family. But yeah, coming on to the win, great four, four nil, clean sheet, bail, unbelievable again. So I'm buzzing. It's great, isn't it? The sun's shining as well. We're living life, and I'm also joined with Chris. How are you today? Very good, Holly. Very good after that win. It's exactly what we needed. After losing five out of our last six Premier League games, we needed the three points today and, uh, you know, topped off by a fantastic performance. And, you know, Gareth Bale, we, we've got the Gareth Bale that we thought that we signed at the start of the season. So absolutely delighted after today. Yeah, it's brilliant. And I think normally I go into like the starting lineup, but I think today we've just got to start with Bale. I think he was phenomenal. We've all kind of waited for him to actually start showing himself again. And I think today was really a sentiment to that. So Costa, what did you make of Gareth Bale today? Just, I thought he deserved his place from obviously playing fantastic the other night um, and obviously against West Ham when he come on. So he's getting better and better. Um, and I'm so pleased that he managed to hopefully cement a starting place in the in the first eleven, and he deserves it because it's shown today that you give him the ball, he's going to make something happen, whether it's an assist or even putting the ball in the back of the net. So, yeah, he deserves it. We've got 13 games left, plus a final in the Europa. There's a lot of games to be played. Fingers crossed and he's part of it. That's the thing. I think now is the time he really needs to push on. And I think we're quite lucky in the sense that he's actually managing to do it at the crucial time that we need him. So, Chris, I just want to point out, obviously, his first goal was incredible. I think his second was even better. So what did you make of his contributions today? Unbelievable. Um, this is exactly what we've wanted to see from him all season. I know I know, we've got to February now, um, but this is a vital part of the season, as you've said. You know, we needed the win. We need to start grinding results out. And, you know, the way that we won today was exceptional. And he was uh, uh, at the heart of, of most of it. You know, he's making goals now. He's scoring goals. And he's looking like he's enjoying football again. And that's the most important thing. He's looking like he wants to be there. He's looking like he's enjoying it. And when you see that starting eleven, you know, come out, and you're seeing now Gareth Bale, Hunmin Son, Harry Kane, you know, that forward line is just exceptional. You know, he looks so much more sharper. Um, he's just getting involved in everything, and that is the that, that is a really really pleasing thing to to see now. And uh, you know, Tottenham after today's victory, you know, it's all about this following week. You know, getting the win against Fulham and getting the win against Crystal Palace because. You know, dare I say it and dare I mention the top four, we're now only six points away from the top four. And, you know, players like Gareth Bale um, have been brought to Tottenham to, to win us trophies, to help us get over that line and help us get a good league position. And, uh, you know, it's really, really pleasing to see Gareth Bale back to his best. 
It's crazy, okay. isn't it? It's like all of, sorry, Holly. It's like That's right. Mourinho's. It's like Mourinho's known about all this that he's going to hopefully try come good, but at the yeah. business end of the season. Because imagine if he had started so so well against his first game at West Ham, and he was going on this amazing run, amazing run, and then all of a sudden, you know, God God forbid, had a, had an injury and he was out for the rest of the season at this time, a crucial part of the season. So it's it's crazy, isn't it? How how, how football is and what it's all about, do you know what I mean? Because you think to yourself, if he would have kicked on from the minute he started, would he have burnt himself out this time of this part of the season? So, listen, I'm not arguing, I'm not getting upset, I'm loving what I'm seeing today, and long may it continue. Exactly, I think this is the turning point as well. Maybe Jose's known this all along, and although us fans have been crying out to see Bale, I think we've been patient enough and it's actually paying off now. I think that's the main thing to take from today. And also, the fact that like we said, I'm glad you mentioned it, Chris, because there's been a lot of talk about top four at the moment and whether we're just creeping away from it. But the fact, I think today was such an important game. And I know someone in the chat said, I know it's only Burnley, but I think we played the likes of only Brighton and didn't manage to get those points. So I think today was a massive game. And going on for that, obviously, we did see Delhi towards the end of the game. I feel like Bale and Delhi are kind of going on the same path in the sense that now is the time they need to start shining. So, Chris, I want to come to you. Obviously, we didn't see Delhi start, which I think... Okay, was it was either going to be Bale or Delhi, I feel. And I think Delhi coming on today actually showed something that we haven't quite seen in recent weeks. So what do you make of Delhi so far? I'm really pleased. Um, you know, in particular the the European game against Wolfsburg a Wednesday night, the the the, the kind of game that Delhi Ali had. Um, you know, showing all of us that uh, you know, what what he used to play like and and what we can expect from him in the future. You know, he's 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 got so much more to give at Tottenham. And uh, I'm so glad that Jose Mourinho has brought him back into the frame. And when you think as well, we've got Giovanni Lo Celso now to come back into the squad as well in the next couple of weeks. You know, the, our bench could look very, very strong. I always felt that Deli Ali would be on the bench today um, and Gareth Bale would start. And I'm so glad that Jose Mourinho chose that uh, because I think that Deli Ali's got a lot more work to do before he starts getting in the starting 11 in the Premier League. Um, but it's great steps. It's it, We're going in the right direction. Yes, a lot of fans will say, yeah, but it was only Wolfsburger on Wednesday night. It's only Burnley today. But you, you've rightly said, Holly, um, there are a lot of teams that we haven't got past when you say it's only them. It's only them. Um, and and we've, we've failed and we've struggled. But today it was all about starting off well. And we did exactly that. You know, Gareth Bale putting in the, the ball in the net. Um, you know, under two minutes. And it was a fantastic start from Spurs. And we've struggled in recent weeks, starting matches. And, uh, and and that was what it was about. It was a good start. But with Deli Ali, I'm absolutely delighted as a Tottenham Hotspur fan to see Deli Ali back in the form he is. Yeah, also, exactly. also, this Burnley team beat Liverpool. So, let's let's have it right. So, yeah. it could have been a difficult game, as, as Chris said. You've got to play what's in front of you. And rightly so. Exactly. And I think it was just nice, like Chris mentioned, that we actually came out with some hunger today. I think there's been too many games where we've decided to start on the back front. And whether they've been told to do that or not, I feel like today they've actually come out and been like, right, we need to prove a point today. And I think that just kind of built on from the Wolfsburger game. And now, Costa, I want to come to you because I want to talk, obviously, about this defence. It'd be wrong for me not to talk about it, considering it's been a lot of our problems in recent weeks. But today, I feel like there was a change. Obviously, we saw the likes of Regulon. Uh, Serge Aurier and Toby in there and Sanchez and for me I thought Sanchez played okay so I want to come to you on the lights of Sanchez today Anthony Costa I know he's probably yeah. not the best player but I think he played all right today but the only, he only played well and you know he did he did all right because of Toby next to him that's all it is 
You've got an old head next to you. You can read the game. You can see him shouting at him. Get back, get back, get back. Watch, watch, watch. So he's still learning as well with Sanchez. And he's been in the Premier League nearly, you know, three and a half years. So he, um, is he a consistent player? Of course he isn't. But he did all right today. Listen, give credit where it's due. Hats off to you, mate. You did well. No mistakes. And yeah, we've got the clean sheet. So that's it. I'm glad you've picked up on Toby as well, because this is the thing that's been really great in my gears at the moment. We know that Toby's probably our best commanding centre-back at the back, and I feel like he's been left out in too many games. So, Chris, I want to come to you. Is it uh, vital that we have the likes of Toby in there, no matter who he's with? I know he's old and things like that, and he might not be able to play every game, but I think today kind of shows that if he plays and he has someone under his wing like Sanchez, it, it will work. We've had this debate many times on my YouTube channel about who is Tottenham's best defender. And most fans say it is Toby Adeverald. And I completely go uh, with that. Toby is without doubt our best defender at the club. And I think that in most games or important games, you need to be putting Toby Adeverald in there, um, you know, purely for his experience and his presence. And Anthony's absolutely right. You know, when when a defender is playing alongside Toby Adeverald, I think that they can learn um, a whole lot more. And I, and I certainly feel that little bit more confident with him in that back line. Um, the, the back four, has changed so much in this Premier League season so far um, because either Jose Mourinho don't trust them or we've had injuries or, or whatever the reason. Um, but for me, Toby Alderweireld, when you can use him, you know, put him there because he is without doubt our best defender at the club. Yeah, without doubt. And it's funny that we can all see this and, and Jose, I think, at times can't. But I also like to think the fact that I don't think none of us kind of know our best back four at the moment. I think now's the only real time that we're actually seeing it because we've got the likes of Regulon back from fitness. Serge Aurier seems back to fitness. And that's another thing I want to highlight as well. I think in recent times, Jose Mourinho for me has, has maybe made the wrong subs at times. But I think today was the first time I sat there and thought, actually, mate, I think, I think you've done a good job at rotating this team today. Because, Andy Costa, I'll come to you because I feel like Lucas Moura had a good game today. There was at times when I thought to myself, you need to be doing better there, mate. But... I think it was right to bring him off at the time he did. And that's the first time I've seen today Jose Marino be like, right, I need to drag him off. So what are your take on Lucas Moura? Uh, he's, a, he's a weird one for me because he'll have one absolute spectacular game. And you're like, man, this geezer's amazing, amazing, amazing. Then he'll have five or six poor games. He's very, he's too inconsistent for me. He's too inconsistent. Yeah, I get why he played today because, you know, he's been doing all right. And he's, he's maybe in his best run of his Spurs career. But I'm sorry, you know, that one-on-one, it could, it just, he just misses too many chances than the ones he takes. And, he, and I know he scored and he took it well, but still, you still missed loads. So, you know, 18 shots on target, for example, he's only going to score one. And that one might matter, of course, but if we would have gone on to lose that today, you look at the negatives on that. So, does more always start for me? Not really, but, you know, I don't get paid X amount of millions to, to pick the team. That's the thing. I think the funny thing I took from today was that the goal he actually scored was probably his hardest chance. The way he had to bring that touchdown yeah. from the regular and cross, spin and score. Whereas the other ones, you think to yourself, you could have buried that, mate. He's one on one. He's one on one. Just mm. knock it. Just go past the keeper. But that's, he just wants a complicated thing all the time. Do you, know, do you know, Holly, he, he, Lucas Morris played 93 games in the Premier League for Spurs. He's only assisted six times. That is a that is a poor record for someone Terrible. you know in, in his position. So he should be you know providing a lot more. He scored seventeen goals and six assists. But um, I, I, I'm a I, I am a big fan of Lucas Moura. I think that he does give one hundred percent. But is that enough? 
you know, his his work ethic is fantastic. Um, but it's it's about you know having the end product, like Anthony says. You know, six assists in in ninety three games is uh, is way way uh, below average. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know whether it's because Jose likes him, the fact that he'll give his all and trap back. I don't know whether that's something that maybe Bervan doesn't really have in his locker. I, I don't really know. It, it's a strange one. And like you said, he's so inconsistent. That's the thing. So like today, how can you score a goal like that but not be able to bury one that's probably your easiest chance you're going to get all day? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know, do you, would you trust him if we've got a penalty shootout and him to take the last penalty to win it? Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I think he's one of them players that... As I said, we'll have absolute one amazing game. And obviously everyone talks about the semi-final. But again, you're just like, you're not consistent enough. You know, you're, you're, you're like Lamella, you know. You're like, we're yeah, we're like... too sentimental about that semi-final, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> no, you are. I'm not. I'm about it, Sam. <laughs> Been gone, dusted. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I think it's true. I think... Lucas Moura does kind of ride somewhat on that kind of league uh, in the Champions League, what he had last year. And he's not really performing at the Premier League standard. And it is sad to see because, like you said, he's got glimpses of it and then it, it runs for a little bit and then it stops and it, it's just nothing again. So it is hard to see. But obviously, we got that win today. It was nice to see. I mean, the only other sub, I think someone's mentioned it already about maybe not bringing Vinny on. That was the only kind of sub that he didn't really see. Yeah. Maybe. Can, yeah, is that something you kind kind of agree with? I, I just can't see him getting a game in the Premier League at the moment. Not the not the way we play today or, or anything else. I just think he, he's Europa League at best at the moment. So you just got to play him in that. If unless one of the lads gets a gets an injury, which I'm praying obviously it doesn't happen. But you, I can't see Vinicius coming on as much as we thought because we're four 0 up. You know, ten minutes to go. Give him a t- give him ten minutes. What's the worst he can do? But I don't. I just don't think he. I just don't think Mourinho rates him that much. No, it's like he doesn't almost trust him again. I feel like he would rather keep the likes of Kane and Sonny on. To I don't know. It yeah. just seems like he wants to keep them on, not give Vinny a chance. I and mean, that's a, another thing I want to point out today. I feel like today was a lot easier to watch because we only really had the dead wood, so to speak, of both Lucas and Sanchez. I feel like every other position was well, like pointed out I think the fact that we didn't see the lights of winks behind me the fact we didn't we only saw Sissoko towards the end I feel like that today made a massive improvement so Chris I want to come to you do you feel like this is the time to really start kicking on and do you think Jose's mainly realised now who is players that he needs to leave off after big games yeah I think uh, I think that's probably Tottenham's uh, best 11 actually uh, the the 11 that you went with today and uh, we have to kick on um, you know, today was absolutely vital. Today was absolutely vital that we got the three points, and it and it and it puts it put things into perspective now. You know, when you look at the Premier League table, and we're only six points away from top four, which looked very very bleak last week, and then when you've got games coming up, you know, Fulham away on Thursday, Crystal Palace at home on Sunday. You know, you look at these games and you're thinking. These are winnable games. I know all of us Spurs fans think, oh, these are winnable games. And then, you know, it, it, it doesn't quite materialise and we don't quite get the results. But, you know, we have to start grinding these results out now. We have to, you know, even if we want a Europa League place for next season. You know, I know we're pinning all our hopes on winning the League Cup or the, you know, going all the way to the final of the Europa League. But, you know, league competition, you know, you need to start grinding these results out. And it is a very, very big week. Despite today's result against Burnley, 
this week is a very, very big week for Spurs because uh, th- those games against Fulham and Palace are absolute must-wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, I can't be, and I can't be having them lot down the road who are, who are supposedly having their worst season ever, yeah. you know, being a point behind us and stuff. And this is what I mean. You know, I'll come to... You're going to think I'm being stupid, but I get fed up with... You know, some fans they tweet mine the gaps and watch yourself now, Arsenal. And we're cut, you know, we're the, you know, we're the best team in North London because, yeah, we are. I'm not disputing that, but we've got to concentrate on ourselves now. You know, um, I don't want to, I don't want to be seeing no stats about this manager hasn't won against Marino for 15 years and then all that because it comes back and bites us on, on the backside. You know, let's concentrate on us. As Chris said, these next two games are very, very vital before we go on to play them in, you know, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, today, we've all kind of said, like, today was poignant. If, if we didn't win today, I feel like maybe top four was off the cards. But like you've said, Chris, it's not just today's game. It's the game against Fulham, which is something I want to highlight on. Obviously, today we managed to see the lights of Bale again. And I hope, because Bale came off so early, do you think we'll see him starting again against Fulham? Or do you think he'll rotate it and maybe start Delhi? Um, I think that it's great that we have those options. I really do. And I think that whatever player he does play and whatever player is on the bench, we have those options. And and that's what's great about it because, you know, Gareth Bauer has missed most of the season and, uh, you know, same as Deli Alley. And, uh, you know, it's, it's about having these players and about having these options available now. And in the next few weeks, as I said earlier, uh, Giovanni Lo Celso will be there as well. So, you know, to have these options in Premier League games against these teams that are struggling, like Fulham in the bottom three, um, you have to go there with confidence and you have to go there, whoever's playing, Deli Ali or Gareth Bale. Um, but personally, I think that um, Gareth Bale will start again and I hope he does because he's in in fine form. He's on fire. You know, a couple of goals today and assists. You know, we've seen what he can do in the last couple of weeks. And, and when Gareth Bale is in this form, I think that you have to, you know, have have, have him continue that, have, you know, play him again. Because while, while a player like that is in his form and, and, and it's all about confidence and, and he struggles with confidence at times and, and while he's confident, put him in there. I mean, it's like the like of what Harry Redknapp said a few weeks ago when he didn't see him. It's, it's all about confidence, like you've highlighted. And maybe now this is time for Jose to be like, right, I need to carry on pushing him playing. Because like you said, we can't keep a player like that on the bench when he's in such form. And no. that's what I want to come to you, Costa. I mean, do you feel the same sentiment? Do you think Bale will start against Fulham? I don't think he will. I think he has to. Uh, I, I, I can't be having Bale coming on at 70 minutes and we're chasing the game. For example, we're 1-0 down. I, I, I don't think it'll happen, but he has, to, he has to play. Let's go one or two goals up and then we can take him off and bring on the people that need to come on. But... I don't want to. I don't want to be seeing Lamella, Mora, and and Bergwijn or, or or one of them three starting. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think they're good enough at the moment. I want. I want to see Balsam Kane because you can see Kane just lifted himself today. Some missed a couple of sitters. Some missed a couple of chances. Let's have it right as well. He gets sometimes I think some gets away with it too much because of the other stuff he does in terms of scoring. But you know we could have had three today, son. Two, two, two at least. So. He does miss a lot of opportunities as well. You know, I know I've been a bit harsh on more because of his miss, uh, misses, but Son, Son, you know, Son does. If you, exactly. if you think as well how many opportunities we had, you know, the game could have ended 7-8-0. Yeah, it could have done. 100%. Could have done. And I think today, like you've touched on, because I think we saw 
something different in Kane today. He felt more confident in the sense I've seen him shoot in spaces that I thought he'd actually managed to score today. I mean, in recent games, we've seen him just try and pull the trigger because he's so desperate to try and score. Whereas yeah. today, I think he took his yeah. time more and decided I'm actually going to have a shot here rather than just hitting and hoping. Because I feel like in recent games, he's tried to make something happen out of nothing. And obviously, I want to talk about that that goal from Kane, Chris. Obviously, it was a lovely ping again from Bell. And not only are we seeing Bell score now, we're actually seeing him putting these lovely passes in. So again, yeah. what did you make of that Kane goal all round, really? Harry Kane just does does it time time and time again, doesn't he? He's uh, excellent finishing. Um, you know, perhaps could have had a couple more goals today, but um, I, I don't know what else we can say as Tottenham fans about Harry Kane because his finishing is just exceptional. Um, he makes goals out of nothing, but you know, to have Gareth Bale now making the goals for Harry Kane as well, um, it's just fantastic to see. And I, I th- I'm, you know, I feel very positive about uh, today, and uh, and of course I felt very positive about Wednesday as well. And we have to take this confidence of these two games. Um, and, and when you've got players like Harry Kane, Hunmin Son, Gareth Bale, Dele Alli, um, you know, all of these attacking players that you know that can score goals, you know, you, you've got to go into the next game with, with huge confidence. And we've now got to look for that top four place as well. Yeah, we've got, we've got exactly. to go hunt it. And I, I think that's the same with Adamson. I think with this front three, obviously, I'm, I'm guessing he's talking about Bale, Kane and Son, obviously. We can go and kill games off early and not have to worry about sitting back because I feel yeah. like at the moment I've come under this conclusion that, OK, we know the defence isn't brilliant. I think today it was a lot better. But I think if we go out there and, and score more, like we're going to be able to, to win the game. Do you know what I mean? If we sit back and only score one or two, we know we're going to get hit in the defensive side and, and maybe concede more than what we should. So I think that's a good Absolutely. point to highlight. Um, obviously, because it was great to see that those three back again. I mean, we've still got Delhi waiting in the wings. What do you kind of make? Obviously, I know you've already pointed out on Sonny, and I feel like I don't know whether it's because I don't know. I feel like Sonny's kind of stepped off the mark slightly in his shooting abilities. What do you think? Do you think he's just trying too hard to try and get on the I goal? I think Sonny's trying too hard to, to, to get in on, in on the act, and sometimes less is more, you know. If he gets five assists and four or five assists in a game and has one shot on target, it don't matter. You've done you've done you've done well today. Not everyone has to be the hero. Do you see what I mean? I want us to win. I just want us to win. I don't care who scores out and when. I just want us to win games now. And I think sometimes yeah. as much as I love them, I think everyone wants to be oh easy go, so I, I want to have a goal. It's just if, if there's a ball being played and you can see a player on and he and he can shoot, give it to him. Why do you need to try and have 35 goals a season? Share the love, man. Share it. <laughs> Share it all. You know, I would... you know what, though? Harry Kane, Hunmin Son and Gareth Bale, you know, they've, they've all been involved in, in goals today. Hunmin Son, you know, you might think he's quiet because he didn't score, but he's still got two assists. Harry Kane's no, got exactly. a goal. Saying, Gareth Bale, two goals and assists. It doesn't matter. Like you said, Anthony, it, it doesn't it matter who's scoring or who's assisting as long as we get the three points. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Exactly that. It doesn't matter who scores as long as you get those three points at the end of the day. That, that's the main thing. And I think at the moment we've got two silent people in midfield that you kind of go unnoticed because they're just doing such a good job. And I think that's the likes of Hoiberg and the Dombele. Obviously, Hoiberg in recent weeks, I think, dipped a bit. But I've said many times, I think that's because he's just been worked to the bone, having to carry this defence all the time. So, uh, Chris, I want to come to you on the likes of Hoiberg. How do you think he performed today? And do you think he's getting back to his normal self again? Yeah, definitely getting back to his normal self, and uh, you know I've I've been very impressed uh, with him all season. I think he's probably the signing of the season in the Premier League. Um, a real leader on the pitch. I think he'll be a future captain at Tottenham Hotspur as well. 
Uh, let's hope that he can go on and win trophies as captain of the club. Um, but yeah, I think he, he's fantastic. He's, he's he's a player that we've been missing for the last couple of seasons as well, and, and playing alongside um, Tongi on Dombella as well. You know, real skillful player. He's turned his career around at Spurs as well. A lot of us thought that he would end up going in the summer uh, because Jose didn't fancy him anymore. But um, I think it's worked really really well for for the two of them, and hopefully now they can they can kick on and have that partnership in midfield and and uh, you know take it to the next level. That's the thing. I think Hoiberg is someone we have missed, like you said. I think the only person I can kind of relate to is is the likes of Wanyama when we had just him just doing that mission in the midfield. And obviously, I don't know whether Ndombele is at that level of Dembele yet, but they kind of have the same mirroring as in they're both good on their feet. They're both strong. And I think time will tell whether that is the next Wanyama and, uh, I've forgotten his name, Wanyama partnership, if that makes sense. So yeah. I want to come to you, Costa. Obviously, you've you slightly touched on shall we say, the deadwood of the team. And I just want to point out on Lamela because Lamela in recent weeks has been doing okay. I still don't know whether he's able to start games just <clears> in the <throat> sense that he'll just lose his head, I think, in, in most games. So I want to come to you, Costa. Do you think Lamela will start against Fulham or do you think it's just about rotation now? Uh, do you think we found that team squad that we need when we need to win big games? If Lamela if starts on, <clears throat> excuse me, on Thursday, then I, I, just, I just give up because I, I'm not... I've not seen enough. He's been at club eight years now. Yeah, he, he, you know, he runs around a bit. Everyone goes, oh, he runs around. Well, I can run around for 100 grand a week. I could, there's not, what, what does he do? What does he bring to the game? Yeah, all right, he, he squared up to Jack Wilshere 15 years ago. Like, so what? You know, I, I, want to see, I want him to be seen. I want him to see him assisting. I want to see him scoring. Like today, his first touch, he gave the ball away. I'm not, all right, he's a bit, maybe a bit rusty, but. I just don't. I just don't get it, mate. I just don't get it. Listen, if we can sell him on next season, sell him, give him number eleven shirt back to Bale and all well. <laughs> Be a good love story, isn't it? Chris, Chris, Chris did a show. I was on Chris's show a couple of weeks ago, and the stat was Lamella's scored sixteen goals in eight years. That's two. A, that's two a year. And I know he's had a lot of injuries. I get it, but sixteen goals in eight years is not good enough. That, that's that's why I was laughing when you when you said Eric Lamella and you said Anthony. It's like you know what <laughs> what want to wind Anthony Costa up. Just say Eric Lamella and that's it. You're done. <laughs> I'd like that. Or the bloke time. behind her. Or that bloke behind her. <laughs> yeah, that behind her. Right. I want to settle this. Right. He's in the chat right now. It's a running joke. Okay. I like Winks for two things. He's taught them through and through, and it's just a running joke oh, because God. JJ season. Right. I said I would rather marry Harry Winks than him, pretty much, and it's just a running joke. So he's probably oh. going to kick that and hate what I've just said. So it's a running joke would that you, I like Harry you, Winks more than him. Would you get? Um, <laughs> would you? Would you be upset if he left this season, or would you be like, um, I can't believe you've gone because you're Tottenham through and through. Come no, on. the thing is with me, I feel like no, the, last time, the last time I saw Winks play well was in the Real Madrid game uh, where we won 3-1. That's yeah. it. After Four years ago. Four number, years ago. Yeah, pretty much. Since he's changed number, he's just fallen off a cliff. And for me, like I love Winks the bits, but I'm thinking to myself, it's about the club. I, like, I don't care if he goes at the end of the day. Like It'd be sad to see him leave because he was the, like one of the players I really like. But if your performance ain't there, you've got to be gone. And he's got to be gone. So... Sadly, yeah, I'd, I'd, Winks would have to go for me. I just don't think it's it's there anymore for him. And I think there's a bit going off of that. I think there's a lot of players in our team that we need to shift out. As much as I, I want, say, a new centre-back to come in, and you guys probably feel the same, there's a lot of players I want to come in, but there's also a lot of players I want gone. And I think the list is endless at the moment, which is 
which is really sad to see. But to try and put a, a, a positive spin on things, I think I just yeah. want to pull up this question from uh, Sean, where he says, Man City in the final, should we play like we did today? So I want to go to you, Chris. Do you think we should play the way today? Or do you think, even though Bernie didn't really have much going for them, do you think maybe playing this way might cause us more problems, you think? Probably. Um, but I'll tell you what, if, if you know, Jose Mourinho might have his critics, but, you know, he's been there, done it. He's got the T-shirt. He's won every trophy in the in the land. And if you want any manager to take you to a, a, a cup final or manage you in a cup final, surely it has to be Jose Mourinho. And he will know how to set up um, on that day. And uh, I don't know why, you know, people might call me stupid, but I, I actually feel confident that we will lift the trophy at the end of this season, despite you know, a shaky few weeks that we've had. Um, I think it's going to be very difficult how you set up against Manchester City. But, you know, that, that's why Jose Mourinho's paid a lot of money to, to manage our club. Um, you know, Manchester City are full of quality. Um, it, it all depends on what players will play on the day. Um, be a very difficult game. But let's hope, you know, that Jose Mourinho can lift us a trophy at the end of the season because, you know, we go on about stats all the time. He's won trophies everywhere he's gone. Um, in his first season, you know, his first full season at the club. And let's hope that Tottenham are not the first club where he hasn't done so. <laughs> Could you imagine it? I don't think I'd be able to live it down. But this is another question we'll come to you with, Anthony, is about whether playing this final late, obviously moving it to April has done us a world of good. Do you think now we're just yeah. managed to get these players into good form that this could actually work really well for us? Yeah, I do. I think if we can get Nick, obviously, get some more wins under our belt, get the players' confidence up, they'll be playing more as a team. They'll get to know who they're playing with, I think could do us a big, big, big favour. I really do. But I don't want to be seeing chopping, changing every game, every game. Listen, no one got a knock today. Let's play the same team against Fulham. Let's get hopefully the three points. Let's get a, a, a nice, easy week, hopefully, on Thursday. And, and then move on. Just keep going. Just keep moving. Keep going. And I think City, if you go toe-to-toe with them, with the pads that we've got, it might rattle them. They might get a few more injuries. They might get a few injuries in the next couple of months. Uh, next month. So listen, the end is in sight. I think there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I think we can try. We've got potential chance of winning the, the uh, Carabao Cup. Yeah, exactly. And I love the way that you you've said that as well because although City are high flying at the moment, you never know. We were high flying, and then something came along exactly. and it, it completely went to pot. So who knows what the next month has in store for us? And I think it's always good to keep an open mind because I find there's too many fans that are so narrow headed. I think at the end of the day, you've just got to keep everything on the horizon. And I think also, obviously today, I think it's good you've mentioned as well, Anthony, that you you don't want it to keep seeing this chopping and changing. And I'm the same. Obviously, I think today went brilliantly. And I think come Fulham, if we see the lights of Dyer in this team sheet again, I think I will lose my head. So, Chris, I want to come to you. Well, Do you think he yeah. has to keep it the same on on Thursday? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Anthony. I'd love to see the same team play again because I think that this is our best team. Um, however, uh when all of the sports scientists get involved and the physios, et cetera, and say, well, they can't be playing, you know, certain players can't be playing certain games on a Thursday, then a Sunday, because I think the next three weeks we're playing um, Thursdays and Sundays, you know, three weeks running. So it's going to be very hard to to keep that same start 11, which is a shame. Um, he loves Eric Dyer. Jose Mourinho absolutely loves Eric Dyer. We all know that he's tried to sign him for various clubs, um, you know, that he's been manager of and, uh, you know, he, he has huge admiration for Eric Dyer. A lot of fans, you know, are not great fans of Eric Dyer, but 
know, when Jose wants him in the team, that's 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 his choice. And uh, I think that Jose Mourinho will make a lot of changes and choices, um, in particular in the Europa League as well. Um, so it'd be interesting. But um, I think he loves Eric Dyer. It's a sad truth, isn't it, really? There's not much you can do about it. And obviously, Anthony, I want to come to you with this question from Adam. He says, would we rather have rotation for the Fulham or the Palace game? What are your thoughts on that? Would you rather us go strong against I Fulham and maybe drop... Yeah. I think Palace, I think you can rotate Palace. I don't think Palace are, well, again, they drew with us one all, but uh, I think Fulham are, are a better organised team than Palace. So I think I'd stick the same team today against Fulham, give them another little run out, and then Palace see how we get on. Maybe rotate it, but we'll see. That's the thing. It's like what Chris said. I think there's so many games coming up quick and fast now. It's going to be hard to try and juggle everything. And I think yeah. with um, with you, Chris, do you, do you feel like rotation needs to be done against Palace? Obviously, we've mentioned Fulham obviously want to keep the same. So do you think he'll uh, try and some rotation against Palace? I think it depends on the, uh, the result, actually, Holly, against uh, Fulham. Because if we get the three points against Fulham, um, I think he may play different players against Palace. Um, and it all depends on injuries as well. And it depends on, you know, so many things. You know, it's all it's all well and good that we sit here and say, oh, we want them to play. We want them to play. You know, Jose Mourinho is, is on the, the training pitch with them every day. And of course, as I said, the, the sports science guys and the physios and, and everyone else, you know, for the players' welfare, you know, they, they seem to get involved and, and give their uh, two penneth and, and tell Jose Mourinho what they can and can't do. So, um, it'd be interesting, but um, as I said earlier, if Giovanni Lo Celso is back as well, you know that he'll be in the frame. You know, a lot of us want to see Deli Ali come back. Um, if Gareth Bowles in this form, you'd like to see him play games as well. Um, interestingly, before you said about Carlos Vinicius, I find it very strange that Jose Mourinho don't trust him in any Premier League games. He's only Europa League, but of course, the further we go in the Europa League, will Carlos Vinicius get minutes in the Europa League? Because of course, now. Um, and now until the end of the season, every game is a must-win game. Every game you've got to go into, you know, believing and wanting to win it. And, uh, you know, for that top four place and, of course, getting to that uh, or trying to get to the final of the Europa League. That's a good point you mentioned that. Do you reckon maybe towards the end of the season we'll see a flip? We'll see more of Vinicius in Premier League games than we will in Europa League games? Uh, I don't think so. I think if, 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 if when Harry Kane was out injured for those few games and he didn't start, you know, Jose clearly don't trust him in Premier League games. And, and like Anthony said earlier, um, you know, if, if you're not bringing on Carlos Vinicius in a game like today where you're 4-0 up and you're cruising and, and you think you're going to get goal after goal after goal, um, he clearly doesn't trust him in these Premier League matches. So I can't see him getting a lot of game time from now until the end of the season, no. No, that's true. I, I like that you've, you've mentioned that because that is true. I mean, you'd think today would be the prime example to get him some confidence in the Premier League and we, we just haven't seen it. And I know it's it's slightly going off topic, but Anthony, I, I just want to point out the likes of Dane Scarlett. I mean, we saw him uh, in the Wolfsburger game and for me, obviously, with Vinny not necessarily being trusted, do you think there's maybe room for Dane Scarlett maybe making an appearance once or twice in the Prem? Yeah, I mean, like today would have been good for him if if he was on the bench to come on last ten minutes. You know, what, what, what he could, you know, what 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 could he have done? He could have done something good. You know what I mean? An assist or even nick a goal. But you know, with Ben Scarlett, he's young. We've got to embed him in. We can't be start saying he's sixteen years old. Let's let's let the boy play his football and not like you know he's one of our own. He's one of our own after like you know doing a good throw in. Do you know what I'm saying? Just just let him let him. 
Ben George football. And just, just, I'm sure he's going to come good very, very soon. But if Carlos Benicio ain't playing in the Prem, I can't see him staying next season. I can't. No, it is true. If we haven't utilised him now, when will we? And I think it's a good point that both of you have kind of made. Like, how long are we going to wait? I mean, we've waited so long for Bale and, and luckily for us, it's starting to come good again. But with the likes of Vinny, we were happy he came in because we needed a striker to step up when the likes of Harry Kane was injured. And we really wanted that and it just hasn't really seemed to work out. So I do agree with you. I think if we don't start seeing him. I think he will be gone. But again, it was another great win today. Obviously, the sun's shining. It's all boosted our confidence. I mean, not going to lie, the last couple of weeks have been pretty rough. But at least today we were able to talk about a win. So I think I'm going to wrap it all up. I just want to say thanks to you guys for joining me today. Obviously, Chris, where can we all find you with your content? Thank you very much. Um, run a YouTube channel called Tottenham Fan Chris Cowling, uh, where I do um, match previews, talking to fans, um, all sorts of stuff on there. So, uh, yeah, anything Tottenham Hotspur, you will find on that channel. It's a great show. It is. I love show. it. It is a good one. And thanks again for coming on to my show. I mean, I'm still trying to get used to hosting it, but I really appreciate you guys coming on and helping no, me. Doing well, doing well, Holly. Keep Thank you. I just got to try Thank and um, keep it moving sort of thing. But, Costa, thanks again for coming on. Obviously, I've known you, you for a little while now, um, but I appreciate you for coming on. So, you want to let everybody know, obviously, you said about your clubhouse. Is there anything else you want to yeah, say? Yeah, so clubhouse, so clubhouse now is a new platform. So, come on, enjoy it. Um, get, get, I want to build the Spurs family. Today was our first one. It went down a storm. went down really, really well. And, yeah, get your comments your, and, and your banter and your debates. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Nah, lovely stuff, guys. And I just want to say thanks again for you two for joining me. And hopefully, again, Fulham will be happy again. But thank you very Fingers much. Crossed. I'll see you all soon. Thank you very much. See you later. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.